Barber College Success brought to you by Craig Charles of Crown Cuts Academy JC, Crown Cuts Academy Bristol, and Craig's Crown Cuts Downtown Johnson City. You know how we do. We spread love the JC way. The only way we know how to do it is the Crown Cuts way. Today we got a banging topic. We got some newbies and we got some people who say they're nervous. I'm gonna bring it, I, and I will bring it out of them. But today we're going to talk about having anxiety. And if you're a potential borrower out there and you're thinking, and you're thinking that you want to get into this industry, it's okay. We have a specialist on the panel to talk about some tips of how to get over your anxiety, how to get by talking to people, how to just, how to just be. Because one of the most important part of this industry is the consultation and communication changes situation. I'm going to let my guests introduce themselves, and we're going to jump into this topic head on. My guy to the right, introduce yourself. Say what you do, where you at, and how happy or nervous you are to be on this show. I'm Caleb. I'm pretty nervous. I'm I'm all right. You just <laughs> threw this on me. So. True story by Caleb. Caleb has been to school, and he's talked to about 15 people, probably like five. <laughs> I'm gonna get it out of him. He said he liked to talk, so he's gonna talk today. That's what you said, Kelly. You gonna talk today? Not shake your head. Let's go introduce yourself. This is a. She just started school today, her first day. So introduce yourself. Um, I am gonna be a future cosmetologist. I'm in the school at Bristol. Maya was so nervous. She had orientation yesterday. I was like, Maya, I'm doing this podcast tomorrow. Once you get on it, she started stuttering. <laughs> uh, I was like, my, you don't have a choice. <laughs> You're doing it. But she's here. And and without further ado. Hey, everybody. My name is uh, LaTanya Colley. Everybody calls me T. I am currently the director of mental health housing for Frontier Health. Um, I've been with Frontier Health for almost 10 years. But um, about three years ago, I went back to school at ETSU. Go Bucks! here in Johnson City to Bucks, pursue Bucks. my master's in social work, um, which essentially the MSW program at ETSU, we produce therapists. That's the way that we do. And I will graduate um, in the spring of 22. So um, I'm also pursuing the um, certificate in drug and alcohol counseling, which I will obtain um, when I graduate as well. So I'm glad to be here. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And again, thank you, Lathan, for his continuous love on Market Street Media. If you have a question, just hit us up. We'll put it on the board, and we'll try to get to you as quick as soon as possible. And again, a shout-out to Feedspot. Feedspot is a content creator that tracks podcasts and Crown Cuts Academy, Barber College Success. We're in the top 25 of podcasts around the world. Actually, we're number two for Barber content. Ah, ah. <laughs> so just want to give Feed Spot a shout out. Thanks again for the recognition. I really appreciate you guys. Um, but we're going to jump into this topic. This is a really important topic to me. Um, mental health, anxiety, how to get over those things. We're going to talk about that. We're going to try to, because I know there are a lot of barbers, cosmetologists, nail techs, 
estheticians, anybody in this cosmetology field who are thinking about joining this wonderful career, but some people are a little shy, they have a little anxiety around people, that's okay. We're going to help solve this issue today, and we're going to kill that stigma about why you should pursue your career. Um, this Again, this career is so wonderful, and if you have aspirations of being a barber, cosmetologist, esthetician, whatever it may be, nail tech, talk to someone. There are tips for you to navigate that that journey, that path to get to where you want to be. Um, so Maya, when you think about yesterday's your orientation, how, what, what, what was going through your mind during orientation? I was scared because I was afraid that everyone would be like, oh, well, she's slow. She's not catching up with us. I was just anxious. And, and that's the thing, too. A lot of people think because they don't talk and they're not vocal or verbal, most people think they're slow. That's not the case. So that's why we got our specialists out here today to debunk those theories and those whatever they whatever that may be. And but but it's okay because most people go into a new setting, they are a little nervous. They are a little reserved, they're a little bit shy. But that shouldn't stop you from pursuing your career and what you did, which is great. What about you, Caleb? How do I feel in the orientation? No, when you think about someone trying to pursue a career and they're a little bit reserved or like you call yourself an introvert, what could help, what, what do you think about, what do you think can help them overcome that anxiety? I don't even know, to be honest. Have you ever been in a situation where you walk into a room where you were just really just quiet, just waiting to kind of warm up the people? I mean, yeah, that's just every day. But if I, if I got to say something, I'll say it. So, <clears throat> What kind of things goes through your mind when you walk into a room and you see people that you don't know? I find an introvert. Say that again? I find an introvert. Find an introvert. So you're trying to identify someone like you so you can yeah. sit and talk to them. Yeah. And, and that's a good tip. That's a good cue. Miss T, what are you thinking over there? You over there smiling, taking notes? Well, I'm just listening. I'm just trying to, to see how everybody feels right now. Um of course, um, hearing Maya talk, um, the thing that stuck out the most to me is she said she's she felt fearful of not catching up with everyone, not being able to to I guess catch the material yeah. is what you were meaning. Um, and when you enter a setting and you are new in, in an environment, we all experience that. Um, there's never been a time when I'm nervous. I'm nervous today. I've done a podcast before, but this is new for me. And I'm nervous, too. I am uh, i couldn't even get the darn headphones on straight. Like, Craig <laughs> had to turn my ear thing around, like, three times. Like, um, so I'm already behind. So I feel like um, that's a normal emotion um, that we all that we all deal with. And... Um, I think a good place to start with that is just um, understanding what anxiety is. And it is, um, according to the Encyclopedia of Psychology, an emotion that's characterized by feelings of tension, worried thoughts, and physical changes. Like when you in introduced yourself into the setting, what did your body do? Um, increased blood pressure. 
people with anxiety usually have reoccurring intrusive thoughts or concern. They may avoid certain situations um, out of worry. They may also have physical symptoms such as sweating, trembling, dizziness, mm-hmm. you feel your heartbeat amp up a little bit. Um, and so um, that would be classified of as what anxiety kind of is. So, and I have some statistics because it's very common. Um, there are some instances when you should have a little bit more concern, like if maybe you thinking like, hey, maybe I might need to talk to someone about this. There, there are some signs. But for the most part, anytime a person goes into a new situation, our bodies, we were created and designed it's part of who we are. It's a part of our human nature to have anxiety. And, that, and that's normal. Mm-hmm. Um, I can sit back and think of every instances where I started something new. I had that little bit of nervous tension. I, I think that's, that's totally normal. But the step is, is to just to begin. Mm-hmm. Just take that step. Because whether it was I was playing sports, whether it was I walked into a new classroom, whether it was I walked into a, a brand new city and a new, rest, a new restaurant in a brand new city, there's some type of nervousness in it because you want everyone wants to be received well. Mm-hmm. And I think the key is, like Caleb pointed out something, you walk into a room, identify with someone who can make you feel welcome. That's his cue. I think that's a great thing. And I, and I didn't even think about that, Caleb. You walk into a room, you said you trying to identify the... <clears throat> the next introvert or someone who looks like you or someone who can identify with you. Um, and I think a lot of times that stops people from pursuing their goals, their their careers, their dreams and aspiration. But we're here to tell you today, it's okay. That is totally normal. That is totally normal. And Maya, that's why I wanted you to come on the panel today because you started something today your first day in cosmetology school and i can't even think about what kind of emotions was going through your mind when you walked when you walked in the building this morning what was on your mind what were you thinking about honestly i was thinking about what you said yesterday make your first day just like your last day so i walked in there and i did my finger thing and i was just ready to go so you see what i'm saying sometimes just listening to some type of um affirmation or thinking of something that someone said to you can help you. Because I remember during orientation and you did say, man, you sound so inspiring to me. So you was kind of, you, you psyched and ready to go. Yeah. And that is what, did you actually go back and listen to the lyrics of that song? Yeah, I did. <laughs> What'd you think of the lyrics? I liked it. <laughs> so my best quote, right, T, is um, make your first like your last and make your last like your first. That's a mantra. And make that your everything. Guess where that came from? <laughs> you made that up. No. A Jay-Z song. Oh, look, look at me. I'm talking about you made that up. Look. Yeah. <laughs> make your, say it one more time. Make your first like your last and make your last like your first and make that your everything. So, so one of the key things is to kind of help you overcome anxiety and just newness. You, you, I think you have to maintain a positive mind frame and be around positive people because that feeds off of you. Like you said, you walked in this morning, you was thinking about what I said yesterday, so I, that kind of helped you, which was good. I'm, I'm proud that you even took some 
something out of it and, and thought enough of that quote to be like, man, that, that was amazing. As soon as I got in my car yesterday, I played that song. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. That's good. Um, but it's not nothing new. Everybody, like, true story. Most people who come on the podcast, everyone says the same thing. That Man, I'm a little nervous. I had a little bit of anxiety. But once they get on there and we start talking towards the end, like, was this 50 minutes already? It seemed like we were only on here for about 10 or 5 minutes. And I think uh, one thing to always remember is um, when you consider anxiety, um, also consider that we're our own worst enemies. Yeah. And on the inside, we are going to do everything we can not to try something new, not to step out and do something different because we do it to ourselves. It's just human nature to just be comfortable and to just have that certain that keeps you from self-destruction yes because we just want to be comfortable we just want everything to stay the status quo because it's 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 nerve-wracking and it's it makes you nervous to think what might be around the corner that you can't see so it's just human nature to just want to keep things the way that they are so here in this conversation kayla what are you thinking about what goes to your mind when you hear maya and Miss T say what they say. <clears throat> I can remember it's called you know Alan Watts? You listen to Alan Watts, anyone? Uh uh-uh. uh. Well he talked about like if you lived every day like it was your dream, you could do everything, you could fly, you could do whatever you wanted. Right. You would start to want to not know what's happening next. Right. So you could because it's with life, you, the fun of life is not knowing what's going to happen. That's true. I can dig so that's that. That's what I was thinking. I was thinking of that. I mean, but say it again. If you say it again one more time, if you live life, if you live life like what? If you live life with not knowing what's going to happen, that's what makes it fun. So you live life like a dream. Mm, that's powerful right there. What do you think, Mai? I could could not be like him. Uh-uh. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I don't live life like a dream. I'm just saying. I mean, like, no, but that, that's good. I mean, you, <laughs> when, when you hear a quote, I don't think the quote has to be something that you have to go through every single day. You know, it's something that you could use at different times to help inspire you and push you. But you say you couldn't live life like Caleb? Like he was talking about how he came into a room and found somebody like him. No, when I walk into a room, like I don't know anybody, I'm just like, oh my gosh, they're all staring at me. They think <laughs> I'm weird. Let's get out of here. But, but but that's what most people do. Yeah. Especially if you go into a room and say it might be a, a group of people of a, a different culture, a different race. People just make themselves uncomfortable. Yeah. And And the key is, is just, gravitate towards something like you said and you'll probably take that quote for the rest of your life (laughs) (laughs) and just move on with that which is good though make my first day like my last and make my last day like my first and make that my everything because i could just imagine how many people in this industry who want to just not this industry but just want to go into a career that you could that you're so passionate about but you're just afraid of what people might say what people might think and then you hold yourself back and that's what this podcast is about today not just the barbering field not just the cosmetology field not just the the nail techs esthetician massage but a lot of people hold themselves back 
from accomplishing their goals because of something that's some type of anxiety or some type of nervousness that just holds them back from accomplishing what they need to accomplish. And I think that you sell yourself short because you don't reap the benefits or the fruits of your labor. Because a lot of times people have created so many things, some magnificent investments and inventions for themselves only because they're afraid of what people will think. And just bottle all this greatness up in a room and just being afraid to go show it off or just being afraid to go show your talent. And I'm pretty sure there's a ton of barbers out there like that, cosmetologists out there like that, who just grew up in the industry, but they're afraid to take that next step. So what do you say to them, Maya? You just got to do whatever your heart wants to do. <laughs> and, 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 and that's pure. That's pure and real. You can't keep yourself in a little box. You got to show people what you're made out of. Right. And do it. And there it is. But it's it's easier said than done. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, <laughs> it's easier said than done because a lot of us sometimes we like, not today. <laughs> <laughs> I think you have to also, as a barber or, um, you know, wh- whatever your trade is, um, cosmetologist, I think you have to understand the importance of your role. Um, you guys are essentially a pseudo therapist because when someone sits in your chair, they're going to, they're going to spill the beans. They're going to do it. They're going to do it. I can't tell you. Um, that's why who I choose to go and have my hair done. Um, I go to, to Wendy, um, uh, Craig's wife. Um, and I tell her all the time, I said, you know, every therapist needs a therapist. And I said, this is therapy for me because when I get in her chair, you know, she just lets me pour it out. Sometimes she says something, you know, sometimes she don't, but sometimes she just listens because I don't give her a chance to say nothing because I have to get it out, you know, and, and that makes the difference. And if the person is going to come back to you or not, how do you make them feel when they're, when they're in your chair? You know what I'm saying? When you, when that person sits down, um, from that moment, Everything that takes place sets the precedent on if this person is going to come back or not. You said a key thing. Mm-hmm. And just from experience as being a borrower, um, being in the shop, I wasn't always this type of outspoken person. Or many people might think Craig was just born an extrovert. But I think I was really an introvert for a majority of my life. But you said a key thing. When clients come and sit in your chair, they bring it out of you. And over time, you will learn and create habits that you don't even know you're doing. Mm-hmm. Because after a while, when people start talking to you, you have to start responding. And the more comfortable you get with the practice of someone constantly in your chair every day, it's going to help you be that person that you wasn't. It's going to help you be that person that you need to be because you get in constant practice every day. Learn how to orate a conversation, how to give advice, how to listen. Exposure is the only way that you're going to get through it is to continuously and consistently expose yourself to having conversation 
you know, it's, and I even um, shot out some little fire, I call them fire starters. Um, an example of, you know, some things that you can say is when someone sits down in your chair and you don't really know where to go. Well, how's your week been? Tell me about your week. Yeah. Now, what brings you in today? Anything special going on? What are you wanting to accomplish today in the chair? You know, that that gets things started. And then it could be, you know, well, I just need a new look because I'm having a career change or I just had a baby and I feel like I need something different. And here is when you begin to what you have to learn to do is catch the seeds. People deposit little seeds all the time. And what makes you different from the next person is when you are able to grasp something and then expound on it. And then the next time you see that person, so how'd the job interview go? Mm. So how's the baby? You got any pictures? You know, anything like that. So it's like being an active listener, being present with your client. Sometimes you don't have to really identify with that person because you don't know really know that person this person may be just sitting in your chair but after you get a conversation started and you hear and you might say well hey there are a few things a few ways that we're similar after all we it's about building rapport and just being an active listener and sometimes there's um there's an activity it's called mirroring and mirroring is a therapeutic technique that we use where you repeat back to a client um in your own words, exactly what they said. And for example, somebody might say, well, that made me feel hurt and confused. So that hurt you and made you feel confused. I mean, you're just mirroring back to the person what they said, and that lets them know, hey, my barber is listening to me. I just want to be, I just want to be heard. So those are just some simple things that you can, that you can just use to, to jump off conversations. Mm. That's important. That, that's valuable. So now, that's when the barber is in school or the cosmetologist is in school. So how do we get them to get out out of their room, out of their bed, when they're trying to make that transition of trying to, will, can I, will I go or will I stay? How, how do we get them to get that transition? Because there are so many people who like I said, just want to do things, but they're afraid to make that step. And I, and one of the reasons we're having this topic, I would just hate for people to miss out on this wonderful opportunity in this industry of a career in, the, in, in this field of barbering, cosmetology, nails, aesthetics, massage, whatever. I would hate for someone to miss out on this opportunity when they don't even give themselves a chance because and anxiety is a real thing. It's a real, real mental health is a real thing because once you have anxiety and you start that toll, start playing on your mind, you don't want to do nothing. Mm-hmm. And Craig, that's what you have to be careful about um, because that's an anxiety that falls outside of the normal limits. Mm-hmm. Um, and that type of anxiety causes Um, anxious rumination or worry, especially when you're talking about social anxiety disorder. That's an anxiety disorder when you're entering social settings or, you know, a job interview or having to make a presentation. If you're consistently worrying about situations like that, if you're having difficulty concentrating on anything other than those things that makes you anxious, 
um, thinking obsessively about past experiences where you may have felt embarrassed and then not being able to overcome those to try new things, imagining things that haven't even happened yet, but imagining future situations in which you could be humiliated or rejected. That's an area of concern. And then the most important thing is negative self-talk about reasons for being judged or rejected. It's important you said that because <clears throat> a lot of things you said, I had to come, me and Caleb was driving over here. And you want to share what you talked about, Caleb? What you did, what you say in the car, does it, does it ring a bell of what she said about, what I said. about coming back and being a little bit embarrassed? And I was talking about just talking about mental health can be embarrassing. Yeah. There's such a stigma. There's a big mm-hmm. stigma. Stigma with it because for years um, we can go back to so many cultures and we can go back to so many situations where if we had a loved one or if we had a family member that suffered with mental illness, um, what did we do? We hid that. We kept that person away from the public eye. Yes. But, you know, we're tearing that down. Mm. We're tearing that down because even every therapist needs a therapist. We have got to get this stuff off of our chest. We have got to address these these issues, these thoughts, you know, and I would highly encourage you, you know, because you don't want to. You're a beautiful person. I'm sitting here looking at him. He's absolutely freaking gorgeous with his little nose rings and, you know, but I'm married, honey. But, you know, but you're looking good over there. But you would hate for for these thoughts to keep you from enjoying your life. See what I'm saying? Yeah. You don't want you to be the reason that you're held back. You don't want anything to hold you back from your future. So I think we have to address these things head on and know that this is why mental health professionals are are out in you know the field because we want people mm-hmm. to to come to us. We want to empower people. We want you want to help. Yeah, we want people to empower themselves. You know, so if any of those things, you know, if you think those that would represent something that's maybe a little bit outside of the normal limits, that that might be a reason to say with you, even your primary care physician. Hey, I think I'm 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 experiencing something that may be a little different for me. And and that can help you make decision of saying whether I could stay or go mm-hmm. because you don't want to be held back. Mm-hmm. But we have two questions today. And for both of you guys, Maya and Caleb, um, someone sent the question. What? the one thing you want to get most out of cosmetology school honestly the the main goal is after I graduate I want to open up my own salon and have people come to me for something special I do like Mm -hmm. no one else around here can do but me right that's nice that's dope yeah what about you Caleb let me look at the question so one thing you get, I just want to like do something creative while, and I want to start a business with my dad because he's an entrepreneur. I think that could be really dope to get us close. Right. Um, yeah, I just want to do something creative and just like be able to be me without, you know, any, any judging, I guess. And that, and that's key. Like you said, any judging because I, I think in, in in most things, there's going to be detractors. There's going to be someone out there who's just ready to say something negative to pull you away. But it's just that extra strength that you have within yourself because the person you have to please is is you individually. That's right. So you have to get that strength from within 
and step up and do what you want to do and don't really care what nobody says. And I think that now's a good time to say that you you cannot be afraid to self-affirm yourself. You cannot be afraid to look in the mirror every day and say, I am confident. I am bold. I am enough. I'm brave. I'm creative. I'm brilliant. Nobody can do this like me. You have to be able to look in the mirror and you have to be able to say that to yourself because nobody else is going to say that to you. So uh, your posture in the day and how you Mm. and how you are when you go out the door, when you face people that may not really be, you know, offering you all that positive, that positivity, it's going to be all about what you're saying to yourself, the words that you're speaking to yourself. And you're going to you cannot be afraid to do that. You have to be able to look at yourself and and tell yourself who you are. Because everybody's been in a place before they, where, they, where they have questioned themselves, especially when you're like a teenager. Even even some adults, too, where you question yourself. Ah, am I good enough? Uh, am I going to get this job? Am I worthy? You know, but all those things, are like you said, that's the negative part. So you need some positive affirmation just stay on a positive affirmation like most people when i meet them they'll say hey craig how you doing how's your day i'm like i'm good i don't have bad days off the rip i'll say that to most people who say how is your day going i was like i'm good i don't have bad days how many times have you heard me say that caleb too many to count (laughs) and it's not that i don't have bad days i have disappointing days but if i tell myself i'll have a bad day it'll probably go for the whole day so I'm sitting there telling myself, and it's not something I consciously thought of. It was just something that I genu- genuinely have good days all the time. And over time now, I was like, what's a bad day? I have all my limbs. I can eat what I want. I can exercise when I want. I could have a conversation with who I want. I could smile every day. Some people can't do that. So I think sometimes when you reflect on yourself and the position that you're in, and you see all the great things that you have, that can give you some affirmation to take one step and move forward to your accomplish your dream, your goals, and start your career off. I always like to, whenever things are bad for me mentally, I like to say this is where I am, but things could be worse. So right. I got to be where I am right now and move forward. Again, some self-affirmation. What do you think about that, Maya? Well, the whole time I was sitting here thinking, whenever I was in middle school, me and my best friend used to like talk about how we were going to open up our own shop together. Uh-huh. Then we get into high school and, you know, people drift apart. Right. But I was still thinking to myself, I can do this without her. Right. I don't really need her to be there for me. I'm my own support. Yes. So now I'm here making it happen. And that's good. Affirmation. I mean, I, I think that's wonderful because... You have to step out there on your own sometimes. <clears throat> and I think what you just stated um, represents that if you have the ability to recognize how you overcome just in your daily life, just even back in middle school, something, just something small like that. Hey, me and my friend, we made a promise to each other that we're going to do this. But see, things ain't working out. But here I am making it happen. I've overcome that. I'm strong. I'm moving forward. If you continue to recognize that all of your successes and acknowledge those in your life, then when you tell yourself, when you come into a room, I'm not going to be able to catch it quick enough. 
Where's the evidence to support that? Because Maya overcomes. What evidence do you have to support that you're not going to catch up? Mm. A lot of times we try to tell ourselves these things, but there's no evidence to support that. Uh, for example, oh, I'm not gonna. There's no way I'm gonna get everything done today. There's no way I'm gonna do that. Right. Where's the evidence? Where's the evidence to support that? You self sabotaging yourself. Yeah. So you have to remember and acknowledge all of your all of the things that you overcome. Acknowledge those, no matter how small, no matter how big, because you're gonna need that as evidence. Yeah. You give yourself credit. You have to give yourself credit because, like you started off saying, we all are unique. We are wonderful. Mm-hmm. We have created some great things. We've done some great things in our lives. So give yourself some type of, give yourself a pat on the back sometimes. Acknowledge your wins. Mm-hmm. All Ac- of them. Yeah. Acknowledge your wins because a lot of times it's easier to just think about the negative. Think about the losses. But what about your wins? The wins is, that's the ones that's going to carry you, give you momentum to be where you need to be. And a lot of times in therapy, the most awesome thing that we get to do is just serve as a guide when individuals come into the office because you're your own expert. You don't need anybody to tell you, you know, what what you're going to do. I don't need anybody to tell me uh, about me. I'm my own expert. But the awesome thing is about when you when you get in front of in front of a maybe a, a therapist or a mental health professional, it's their job just to help you illuminate and point out the things that you already know about you. That's why it's just good to be an awesome listener. And even as a pseudotherapist, as a barber, as a cosmeti- uh, cosmetologist, when that person's sitting in your chair, sometimes the only thing they need is for you to help them point out the obvious. And that makes it different in the person that sat down and in the person that's going to get up out of your chair. Mm-hmm. That's major. You ready for this industry, Maya? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's good. And you said your cousin inspired you to to be a stylist. Yeah. So what would you say to your cousin right now for inspiring you to be a stylist that she that you haven't said to her before? Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for introducing me to this. And what's her name? Destiny. You got to tell Destiny look in the camera and say thank you, Des. Thanks. Oh. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully Destiny is watching and she can hear how she inspired you to be what you need to be. Yeah. That's great. Um, so Caleb, thinking about your barber in the industry, so what do you say to someone who's sitting on the on the couch in their living room trying to decipher if they want to go to barber school or not? Just do it. Just got to do it. Why? Because it's better to take a leap. I always say I got a plan A. I'm jumping off the building with no safety net. <laughs> Love it. Uh, what would you say, Maya, to the next girl in middle school coming up behind your high school who who's, has some anxiety or a little bit of nervousness of trying to choose your career path? What do you say to them? If you're really passionate about something, don't let anything or anyone hold you back from accomplishing it. Mm. What do you think, T? I say you got to jump at almost 40 years old. I have, this is my second master's degree. My first master's degree was in business and here, like almost 10 and a half years later, 
I'm doing something else. That was so difficult for me to decide to do, guys, because I'm no longer in a traditional. I'm out of that cycle of life. Mm. Uh, Statistically, going back to school with being married and having kids and working full time, it made absolutely no sense. But I looked myself in the face and I said, you know, there's just no money in what I want to do around here. And I'm not leaving. So I'm going to have to do something different to change the trajectory of my life. So I jumped. It took me longer than everybody else. I have seen three classes graduate before I will graduate with the class that I get to graduate next year. But I worked my butt off. And let me tell you, I feel worth it. Hmm. I am worth it. Yes, ma'am. So you just got to jump. You got to give yourself that pat on the shoulder. Be like, hey, I got this. Yeah. I can do this. I want this. Yeah. And you did that. And I did that. (laughs) (laughs) I did that and did that with a 3.9 GPA. Mm, Major. I was terrible at school. (laughs) I was one of my anxieties coming into barber school. I barely graduated high school. So, but, But what do you think now? I don't know. I'm still like, <laughs> but you do good on your tests. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. That's, I don't know. I care about it more and you know, I'm paying to go to school. So it's like, I'm not going to right mess around like that. And when, and, and the key is too not just care about it more. You passionate about it. That's something that you want to do. That's when you want to start your own business. So we always talk about when you passionate about something and something that you loving so much, it's not even work. So you just have to jump. If you're sitting back and you want to get into this industry and you're looking forward, you don't know what it's about, what it's going to take, just do it because the risk is far worth the reward. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just sitting there not knowing where you want to go, don't not knowing where you want to turn, but you're sitting there, man. I, I want to be a barber. I want to be a cosmetologist. I want to be a nail tech. I want to be an esthetician. I want to do be in massage school. You just got to jump. You just got to take the leap of faith to understand the, the investment. Again, it's not a sacrifice. A sacrifice is more so of a negative word. It's an investment because you're invested in yourself. You invested in yourself that you say it took you longer, but you feel so, mm, so strong, just like powerful, like nothing can hold you back. And there is going to be nobody, and mark my words, when I tell you there will be nobody that will do this like me. Hmm. There will not be nobody that does this like me. And I feel like when you're done, there won't be anybody that does it like you or you. And, and, and that's the badass that you have to have to you for yourself. That's the kick butt attitude that you got to have. I'm doing this. Because a lot of people, including your parents, sometimes your family, they'll be like, ah, is there money in that field? Mm-hmm. Ah, are you going to be able to take care of yourself, your family. But hey, I'm a, I want to do this because this is what I love to do. You've been doing it all your life as a little kid, cutting hair, doing hair, doing nails, doing makeup, and it's become fun for you. Why not take it to the next level and it'll be a, a profession, a passion that will pay you. And that's how you have to look at it. Because when I started barbering, I wasn't even thinking about the money. I was just doing barbering because it's something I loved. I loved a canvas. 
every 30 minutes is leaving my hands and it's just going into this world for someone else to see it. And another canvas comes and I create on this canvas, this piece of clay that I just created and someone else comes in and then they leave to, for, for the world to enjoy it. And that was my emotion going in. I just loved my hands working on someone's head and creating something, something that, that I'm really passionate and really good at. So it wasn't even to the point where I could almost have done haircuts for free back then. But I understand I had to pay bills. <laughs> so I couldn't just give it away. And that's the joy that I want the casual person out there to understand. Just do it. Jump. Just do it. So what do you guys think about this podcast today, Caleb? I mean, I'm going to start listening to the podcast more. <laughs> Why? This was fun. This was cool. What did, what did, I know you, you ain't had no time to prepare. It's no. like, so I walked into the school today. I was like, Caleb, let me talk to you for a second. She's like, what? You didn't know what I was going to say. What do you think was going to come through my mouth, Caleb? Where you been? <laughs> and I threw him for a loop. I said, Caleb, having the podcast today. You on it. He's like, what do you say? That's a word. <laughs> I said, let's go. <laughs> so, but you're having some fun today. What do you, so what do you think about the whole setup? What, what, before, what was your mind? What do you think of the studio? What do you think it was going to look like? I was thinking like the Sure mics. You know, uh-huh. you see on like every podcast has like the everybody got like their own mic. I wasn't expecting this. Yeah, this is way better. Lathan hooked this studio up. Market Street Media again. Shout out. What's going through your mind, Mai? I thought this was really pretty. <laughs> pretty in here. <laughs> you walk, then you're like, man, where am I at? Yeah, I'm downtown in L.A. somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Did you tell your family and friends? Yeah. What they say? My mom's really excited. Uh, I'm she, sure she's watching it right now. She's, she's watching right now. Yeah. <laughs> what, what she wanted to come on. What's she excited about? Just seeing me doing this. Just being able to hear your voice. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we broadcast around the world, so everybody from around, from from north, south, east, west, it don't matter. They're gonna hear your voice today and your opinion, which really matters. What about you, Miss T? What do you What do you think about when I when I first called you and I hit you up? You know, anytime I have the ability to sow a seed or to plant something or to just have a conversation with somebody about a topic, especially about mental health, but just about anything, Mm -hmm. you know, this was important to me because I know the way a good haircut makes my husband feel, you know, (laughs) I see the man that gets in the car you know, then maybe the edges may not be matching or, you know, whatever. And then I see the man that gets out of the car. <laughs> and that's a good, that's a bad mama jamma when he steps out. <laughs> and so when he steps into his week, you know, he steps into his week with confidence. So this was an important topic for me. I don't, I don't think people realize how important the chair is. And I recognize the importance. So um, Any time I can just sit down and have a, a conversation with cool individuals, that's that's a pleasure. And you guys have been awesome. That's that's what's up. And when you're in this industry, you're a game changer yeah. because you are going to be, <clears throat> people are going to come to you as their savior. So it's going to be so much more well worth it when you start that career. You You, you come in one way, and your mind is totally changed when you finish school because people are going to be ready for you to service them 
and just want you to give them their all, your all. And just real appreciative of just the time that they have sat down in your chair while you give them that service. Because a lot of times they come in with heavy heart, stuff on their mind. Absolutely. And they just need you to be you and be yourself. So you are really important in this industry. Caleb, Maya, you're going to be really, you are really important for this industry. And you have to treat this industry well. Because there are going to be some people, like you said, you want to be a game changer in this industry. You want to specialize, do something that no one else is doing. And when you start doing that, you're going to have people coming to you from all over the country, all over the world, seeking your service, seeking your advice. So that's how this, that's how important this topic is. So if you're out there and you, you have a little bit of an anxiety, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. And don't be afraid. <clears throat> if you're experiencing anxiety and it's starting to concern you, don't be afraid to let someone know. Reach out to your primary care physician. Um, reach out to your local um, mental health agency. Um, thing, these things are private. These things are, are not, you know, this is kept between you and your practitioner. But overall, you need to understand that this is a prevalent, um, you know, thing. Talk to someone. I, I didn't tell you guys, um, but we've got some statistics, and it just says that in the United States adult population, the prevalence of anxiety disorders is 19.1% within the past year, meaning that during a 12-month period, 19.1% of adults had an anxiety disorder. Lifetime rates are even higher at, at 31.1%. Um, you know, so this is not something that is uh, an anomaly. You know, this is something that that people struggle struggle with every day. And it's you know, okay. It's okay. It's okay. So just don't be afraid to let somebody know if you feel like you need something extra because that's what that's what we're here for. And and the key is I think at some point in time that statistic is probably a little bit higher because everybody needs someone to talk to. Absolutely. So don't feel like you're by yourself that this is only affecting you. Mm. And if someone is making fun of you for the way you feel, the way you think, that's not right. And that's how we need to break the stigma and let people know it's okay. Because there's someone for you. Absolutely. So what did you learn from this podcast today, Caleb? I mean, I didn't like learn anything. I just feel better. You know what I'm saying? That's good. That's right. That's good. I feel better moving forward. Because I haven't been to school in a while because of, you know, my mental health. So, And that's why I wanted you to come on this podcast today because I, I figured it would be important for you, to you to hear that it's okay. And nobody's making fun of you. People want to help you accomplish your goal and, 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 and succeed and finish. It's not about anybody making fun of me. It's me making fun of myself. <laughs> that's what... <laughs> I can see that's the what I've been doing. <laughs> this dude right here. <laughs> what about you, Maya? What'd you what'd you pick up from this podcast today? What'd you learn? That you two together are way too powerful. Oh my goodness. <laughs> 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 During orientation yesterday, I was giving like a spiel and I was talking to the students, letting them know, hey, giving them some motivation. And Maya was like, man. <laughs> I think if you think we we two together are powerful, wait 
wait till you two kick it up. You have no idea what, yeah. what can happen. You got some power too. You got some momentum. Absolutely. You got some force. Just starting, and, but you, you got some force just coming on here because there was another girl who's supposed to come on today, and she kind of chickened out, got a little scared, and kind of put Maya on the. <laughs> she kind of put Maya out there on, the, on her own, like you go. <laughs> we were talking. Well, she told me to go talk to the teacher to make sure it was okay if I went, and I was like, "Hey, um, Craig wanted me to be on his podcast today," and she was like, "Oh yeah, that's fine," and I was like, "Okay," but my friend wants to well she was supposed to come with me and she's like okay let me go get her then the teacher walks out well she said she ain't going no more and i was like are you freaking him okay okay, okay charlie we're gonna call you out we're gonna call your name out charlie now you didn't make it but we're gonna get you next time <laughs> anyway this was a great day this was a good it was a good topic um i think it was important because people need people need help and they don't know where to get it, how to seek it. And hopefully something we said today can reach someone and touch someone right. and let them know that it's okay, right. that they're not by themselves. And get help. Absolutely. Get help. And don't let that stop you from beginning or starting your career. Because it doesn't have to. It doesn't have to. Mental health is just like everything else. We have physical health. We have emotional health. It's it's no different than any of those other aspects. So we should stop making it different because it's not. And even if you have to talk to someone you don't even know, it's better to talk about it than keep it inside of you. Suppressed. building up. Yes. Because yes. then those people that don't know you, they're not going to judge you. They're not going to know anything else about you. That's good. That's big. That's big, man. That's big. Caleb, your last words before we bounce? So, that's all I got. What'd you say? See ya. See ya. Bye, everyone. <laughs> anyway, this was, a, again, Barbacar Success, brought to you by Craig Charles of Crown Cuts Academy Bristol, Crown Cuts Academy Johnson City, and Craig Crown Cuts Downtown JC. Um, we've been getting a lot of love lately from people around the country, been showing us love, saying that they're starting barber school after listening to the podcast. Um, again, we're in the top 25 for barber content which is wonderful. Top 25, actually, we're number two. And we're talking scanning the globe, the United Kingdom, the United States, all around the country. We're number two for barber content. So if you want to know how to be, how to get some advice about barber school, cosmetology school, aesthetics, or nail, listen to the podcast. It will give you a description of the first 60 days how to be successful. We, we have so many great topics. Check us out. I think we're on episode 48 or 49. I don't even know. But we're not stopping there. We're going. We're moving. Again, thank you, Lathan and Market Street Media, for showing us some love. And our other sponsor, Colossal Brand. Whoop, whoop. Mm-hmm. Barbacar Success. Spreading love to J.C. Ways. The only way we know how to do it is the Crown Cuts way. What you guys got to say? Miss T, appreciate well, you. everybody. My... I'm so glad I came. Caleb. I love you guys. (laughs) Thank you.